New Carlo Publisher Launches Two Books Article by Connor Forrest A New Carlo-based publisher, The Harvest Press, has launched its first two books in recent days. The Winter Dress, the debut novel from Angela Kyo, has been described as particularly apt for the times we live in. Set mostly in and around South Kildare during the Black Death, the book tells the stories of two travellers whose paths cross as they shelter for the night at a monastery. One is Rose, a wild Irish dressmaker from Trisseldermot, Castle Dermot, who is travelling to Kilkenny to find a man with whom she fell in love. The second is Brother John, a Norman monk who has lost his faith and is returning to Trisseldermot after a twenty-year absence. In a time when a terrifying epidemic is spreading across the land, the pair spend the night in conversation and find that they have more in common than they first thought. It's a story of love, loss, heartache, hope and resilience, and the book was a winner at the 2020 Irish Writers' Centre Novel Fair. Angela lives and works in Carlow. Winning the Irish Novel Fair Award was a huge boost, said Angela. But getting the novel published and into the reader's hands is even more important. Writers want to have their books read. Commenting on the coincidence of the book coming out during a pandemic, she added that, When I wrote the book over the last four years, I had no idea that it would be published during a pandemic that has so much in common with the Black Death. I hope the readers find the parallels interesting. Angela is currently working on a new novel set in contemporary times, and two of her radio plays will be broadcast in the coming months. The second book from the Harvest Press is I Knew This Place, a collection of 85 essays from the RTE Radio 1 programme Sunday Miscellany, written and broadcast by John McKenna over the past 15 years. Many of the stories in the book are set in and around John's native Castle Dermot and deal with everything from robbing orchards to ghosts in his car. Not all of the material is set locally, however, and the essays range from Greece to London and Hollyhead to America. I knew this place is John's 21st book. He explained that these are stories drawn from the landscape of South Kildare, from events in my own life, and from the characters among whom I grew up. They're light and dark, just like life, but I'm really happy to have them available in book form. Both books are available in bookshops throughout Carlow and Kildare and the Community Centre in Castle Dermot, the Heritage Centre in Athai, as well as online at theharvestpress.ie. The Harvest Press was one of the more positive outcomes of the COVID-19 lockdown, an idea dreamed up in March and which came to fruition this autumn. It was established by Angela and John and submissions will be open during January and February of 2021. They accept fiction, non-fiction and poetry. But don't accept children's books, art books, crime, teenage fiction or science fiction. More details about the Harvest Press and submissions are available on the company's website. John described the publishing experience so far as fairly frenetic, which is great. He added that The bookshops in Carlow, Kildare and Kilkenny have been absolutely fantastic. They've been really encouraging. Every one of them have taken books from us. John said that 
We're open for submissions in January and February of next year. We'll be open for submissions for two months, and then we're hoping to do three to four books a year. That's about as many as we could possibly manage. But that's the plan for starters anyway, and we'll see how it goes from there. New Guide on How Books Can Help Your Emotional Well-Being Article by Elizabeth Lee The Carlo Kilkenny HSC Primary Care and Child Psychology Service has just launched a new guide entitled Mind Your Mind, a Bibliotherapy Initiative to Promote Emotional Well-Being. Bibliotherapy refers to the use of books and written word to help manage emotional, behavioural or mental health difficulties. It's often recommended by psychologists to help people address different issues they may be struggling with and to increase their overall sense of well-being. The new booklet is aimed at helping parents, adolescents and children in the local community to find relevant reading for different difficulties they may be experiencing. The recommended reading guide has been compiled by local psychologists to empower parents and other members of the community to use books and online resources to help gain a deeper understanding of difficulties they may be facing and to learn skills and strategies to begin to tackle some of these issues themselves. The guide includes appropriate books or other written materials for children, adolescents and parents or caregivers with a simple summary of each book to help you choose which publication might best suit you or your child. Each book is available to borrow free of charge from your local library and covers topics such as anxiety, low mood, self-esteem and well-being, bullying, child development, toileting, parenting, parental separation, bereavement and suicide, sleep technology, gender stroke identity, ASD, emotions and trauma. Mind Your Mind can be accessed through your local library, local resource centre or directly through the psychology service. Dr Mark Fitzhenry, Senior Clinical Psychologist of the Carlow Primary Care and Child Psychology Service, said of the initiative, We are very excited to have developed a bibliotherapy guide which the public can easily access and use to help them begin to find available resources to understand and cope with concerns, with books listed to suit all ages. An important first step in addressing any difficulty is to deepen your understanding of that specific difficulty and reading is a very powerful medium through which to do this. We hope that this guide will be very useful to members of our community who may be struggling with their child's behaviour or who want to find ways to address specific issues. Parents will find lots of useful recommended readings for both themselves and their child. Dr Fitzhenry added that this initiative would not have been possible without the collaboration of Carlow Kilkenny Children and Young People's Services Committee, Carlow County Library Service, Kilkenny County Library Service and Healthy Ireland. The Changed Face of General Practice No Quick Fix in Sight Article by Dr Fanulani Ráinne As you may know, my workplace practices have been turned on their head. They are continuously changing according to coronavirus levels circulating throughout our community. 
we are constantly having to check and double-check our practices to ensure we are adhering to the ever-changing and fluctuating guidelines for the medical profession. But that is what needs to be done until the world's medical and scientific communities come up with a solution that makes living with COVID-19 safer and more palatable. In the meantime, keep remembering that SARS-CoV-2 has no scruples. It does not give a damn about how we feel, what we think, and how fed up we all are about adhering to these guidelines. It is still out to spread to anyone who lets down their guard, and then on to their loved ones and anyone who comes in close contact. So we have to try and understand the science behind these guidelines, and understand that the virus is not even 12 months old. Think of how long it took to gain control over the many diseases that have struck the human population over the decades. There is no quick fix in sight. I worry that there are so many guidelines that a lot of people just don't bother. It is hard to remember what you are meant to do when you are awaiting a test result, what to do when it is positive and what to do when it is negative. How long do I have to self-isolate? And what is self-isolation exactly? When do I have to restrict my movements and for how long? Believe me, I do not know these off the top of my head. Every morning when I go into work, I open the hse.ie website and the icgp.ie, the Irish College of General Practitioners, and I leave the guidelines on my desktop so I can refer to them when I need to. They are confusing and changing frequently, so everyone must make sure to check exactly what they should be doing in the circumstances they find themselves in and adhere strictly to those instructions. I know for a fact that many do not, so please check the HSC website regularly for updated advice. Please let's all try to find a way to learn to live with this virus. And if we adhere to the basic guidelines of avoiding crowded places, keeping our social distance from anyone not in our pod, regular hand hygiene and, of course, cough hygiene, and wear masks for everyone's protection, we should be able to get to a level of infection that makes it safe to open up businesses again. However, if we get lazy, get fed up and let our guard down, this roller coaster is going to continue. So it is up to each one of us to do our best for society. The end game is to keep everyone safe and well and to keep our economy open. So take care, stay safe and adhere to the guidelines. Just a PS in relation to childhood influenza vaccine. Please seriously consider getting your children vaccinated against a potentially very serious illness and contact your GP to make an appointment. Godfrey's Gospel, according to Michael Godfrey. Online shopping will kill off local shops. It's great to read about couriers recruiting for depot staff and drivers. One such company announced recently that it was taking on 750 people to cope with demand. That is wonderful news for current employees of those companies and those who will find much-needed work with them. But we should also dig a little deeper, because that also tells us that a huge amount of goods are coming into this country from God knows where to satisfy shoppers. Remember, every order lost to a local firm this year 
will result in job losses after Christmas, be they short-term or permanent. There is no way to put a gloss on it. Retailers, publicans and those in the hospitality and retail sectors are bleeding badly, irrespective of whatever spin anyone wants to put on it. Their only hope is that shoppers will support local more than ever before this year. Unfortunately, not all shops have had the time or the money to invest in a glossy website, but they all have phones. We know their numbers because in the past, whenever in a crisis, we were able to find it. Now more than ever, look up those numbers and make a call to one of those retailers if they're not on the web and inquire about such and such that you are looking for before you simply add an item to a cart on a website. At first glance, you might think it is an Irish-based company, but take a closer look and the chances are the goods you have purchased are coming from overseas. If that is the case, consider your money lost to the Irish economy. Okay, the delivery company, be it on post or a private enterprise, will benefit, but will that create jobs in your locality? I don't think so. I walked around Carlo Town the other day, and when finished, I have to say, a cloud hung over me. It was not so much the lack of shoppers on the streets, we all know lockdown has taken care of that, but there was nothing to entice me to hang around. Usually there is a buzz about the place at this time of the year. All shop fronts and windows have been done up and there is a general air of expectation. Not so now. Perhaps that has something to do with the number of shops no longer in business. Once upon a time, as many as 700 people were employed in all of the different shops on Tullow Street, Haymarket, Dublin Street and to a lesser extent Castle Street. There wouldn't be an inch to spare as people went from shop to shop in search of presents for family and friends. Today you could play football on any of those streets and only cause minimal disruption to pedestrians or traffic. With just eight weeks to go before Christmas, it will be do or die for local businesses. We saw how quickly Pamela Scott went into liquidation, not just in Carlow, but in other locations as well. Why? No footfall and consequently no sales. Currently there is minimal footfall, but with the internet we can go some ways towards balancing the books, so to speak. I bet with just a little effort there is practically nothing we can't buy from a local supplier. We may have to spend a little more time rooting it out, making the odd phone call or whatever, but for most people the one thing that's not in short supply at the moment is time. Now is the time, pardon the pun, to put all that free time to good use. Who knows what gem you will unearth without it having to travel around the globe to get to you.